0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. we we'll look forward to having you on the show. Thanks for joining us. This afternoon's episode is titled, The Life of the Flesh is in the Blood. It will be focused on a study of Leviticus chapter 17. Before we go any further, we'll begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word and we thank you for the lesson that the life of God is in the blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we know that you being spirit overshadowed the Virgin Mary and your life entered into the body of Jesus. And on Calvary, the blood was spilt and the life left that body and came into the plural body of Christ, which is the believers today. We thank you for that eternal life and guide us to the promised land. For you said, you shall send us the Holy Spirit, which will lead us and guide us to all truth. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Leviticus chapter 17.
1: Chapter 17 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron, and unto his sons, and unto all the children of Israel, and say unto them, This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded, saying, What man soever there be of the house of Israel, that killeth an ox, or lamb, or goat in the camp, or that killeth it out of the camp, and bringeth it not unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, to offer an offering unto the Lord before the tabernacle of the Lord? Blood shall be imputed unto that man, he hath shed blood, and that man shall be cut off from among his people, to the end that the children of Israel may bring their sacrifices which they offer in the open field, even that they may bring them unto the Lord, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, unto the priest, and offer them for peace offerings unto the Lord. And the priest shall sprinkle the blood upon the altar of the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and burn the fat for a sweet savour unto the Lord. And they shall no more offer their sacrifices unto devils, after whom they have gone a-whoring. This shall be a statute for ever unto them throughout their generations. And thou shalt say unto them, Whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers which sojourn among you, that offereth a burnt offering of sacrifice, and bringeth it not unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, to offer it unto the Lord, even that man shall be cut off from among his people. And whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, that eateth any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eateth blood, and will cut him off from among his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar, to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Therefore I said unto the children of Israel, No soul of you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger that sojourneth among you eat blood. And whatsoever man there be of the children of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, which hunteth and catcheth any beast or fowl that may be eaten, he shall even pour out the blood thereof, and cover it with dust. For it is the life of all flesh, the blood of it is for the life thereof. Therefore I said unto the children of Israel, Ye shall eat the blood of no manner of flesh, for the life of all flesh is the blood thereof. Whosoever eateth it shall be cut off, and every soul that eateth that which died of itself, or that which was torn with beasts, whether it be one of your own country, or a stranger, he shall both wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the even. Then shall he be clean. But if he wash them not, nor bathe his flesh, then he shall bear his iniquity.
0: Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Brenham titled Token. This was preached in 1963 on September the 1st in the morning. We'll begin at paragraph 72.
2: Now we have a lesson there that we could really uh, uh, maybe uh, bring it to your thought just a moment. Look, before it happens. For there's coming a time that when you'll not be able to have any blood applied. The lamb was killed in the evening time. After being kept up for 14 days and then the lamb was killed and the blood was applied in the evening time. You get it? The token never come into existence until the evening time. And this is the evening time of the age that we live in. This is the evening time for the, for the church. This is the evening time for me. This is the evening time of my message. I'm dying. I'm going. I'm moving out. In the evening time of the gospel. And we've come up through justification and so forth. But this is the time that the Talking has to be applied. I told you last Sunday I had something I want to talk to you about. This is it. The time that when you, you just can't play with it. It's got to be done. If it's ever going to be done, it's got to be done now. Because we can see that the wrath is about ready to pass through the land. And everything from under that token will perish. The blood as identifies you. Notice, for the animal life could not come back upon the human being. When the blood was shed, the life went out, of course. because it was a unit. And when the life's blood was gone from it, the life being different from the blood. Now, the blood is the chemistry. Of the life. But the life is something different from the blood. But the life is in the blood. And the animal life could not come back upon the worshiper. When he shed this blood of the lamb. He had to apply the chemistry. Because that the the life was gone. It could not come back. Because it could not come upon a human being. Because the animal life doesn't have a soul. The animal doesn't know that he's naked and he he just he doesn't realize sin. It knows. So therefore, it's a living being, but not a living soul. Therefore, that animal life could not come back upon a human life because it didn't have a soul in that life. Now, there's a life, a blood, a life and a soul in the life. The soul is the nature of the life. Therefore, it had no certain nature. It was an animal. Therefore, the blood stood for a token that the life had been given. But in this glorious place, under this covenant, there is a difference between the blood and the life. The token for the believer today is the Holy Ghost. Not a blood, a chemistry, but it is the Holy Spirit of God. That is the token that God requires of the church today. God must see this token. He must see it in every one of us. Therefore, as the evening shadows are appearing and the wrath is ready to be poured out from on high upon the ungodly nations and upon the ungodly unbelievers upon the the professors without a possession
3: yeah.
2: upon these things. And I, I've tried to unfold myself and live right among it to see where it was standing before I said these things. Now we are living in the shadows and the wrath is ready to strike. God's requiring a token that you yourself have received His token, the Holy Ghost. It's the only way and the only sign that God will ever pass because it is the literal life of Jesus Christ returned back into the believer. The animal life could not return back. Therefore, a blood had to be placed on the door, upon the lintel, upon the post of the door. That every passerby, the whole public, everybody coming by that house knew that there was a, a sign on that door. Of blood that a life had died at that door. Amen. That's the way it has to be with every believer today. Filled with the Holy Ghost. A token that the shed blood of the Lamb, that life that was in the Lamb, has returned back and is publicly sealed in there. That everybody passing by talking to you has any associates with you seeing. That the blood has been applied and the token of the life that was in that blood is up on you. Right. You are safe from Amen. the wrath. Amen. That alone, not membership, no sir, The animal life could not come up on the believer because it was an animal and it only spoke of a conscience showing that there would come a perfect sacrifice. And now, how could there be a more perfect sacrifice than God himself becoming the atonement himself? When God was made flesh in his own creative blood, that it only way that a life of God could ever come back because all of us was born by sex. And therefore, the life that's in there is of the world. And that life will not stand. It's a thing it's already judged and condemned. You can't patch it up there's no way to patch it. There's no way to, to smooth it up. There's no way to make it better. It's got to die. That's the only requirement there is. It's got to die. And the substitute, a life of Jesus Christ has to come into you, which is the Holy Ghost, God's token, that you have accepted the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ. Therefore, in the days of Wesley, or the days of Luther, it was taught to believe. In the days of Wesley, the chemistry of blood, but this is the last day where the, re- the token is required. Amen. That makes together the whole unit for the rapture. You see it? Amen. Water, blood, and spirit come when a mother gives birth to the baby. The first thing breaks an arm of birth is a water. Amen. The second thing is a blood, and the next thing is life. Amen. There come from the body of our Lord Jesus Christ water, blood, and life. And the whole church, the bride together, has been made up through justification, sanctification, and the baptism of the Holy Ghost, which is the token, as Hebrews eleven says, All these you wandered about sheepskins and goatskins and was destitute, and all these things that they've done, yet was not made perfect without us. And the church in this day that's received the token of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that the blood has been shed and that the Holy Ghost is up on the church without us, then they cannot raise, but they're depending on us. For God promised he would have it. Somebody's going to be there. I don't know who it's going to be, but somebody's going to receive it the only one thing I'm responsible is to preach it it's God's business to look out to that predestinated seed there's going to be there oh because they're going to be there each one of them one with the other the water the age the blood age and now the token age of the Holy Ghost and remember Israel come through many things but it was evening time when the token was required not in the morning now the preparation of the fourteen days, of the keeping up of the Lamb, Israel knowed something was coming. So did Luther know it. So did Wesley know it. So did Finney and Knox Calvin know it. This is it. Amen. They knew there would come a time that the pillar of fire would return back to the church. Amen. They know there'd come a time that these things would happen. But they didn't live to see it, but they looked forward to it. Israel knew something was coming, but it was in the evening time when that lamb's blood, the token, was placed on the door. Yet the lamb was already put up. It's been the lamb all the way through. It was the lamb in Luther's time. is the lamb, lamb in Wesley's time. But now is the token time. That each house must be covered by the token. Each house of God must be covered by the token. All that's inside of it must be covered by the token. And the house of God is the body of Jesus Christ. And by one spirit, we're all baptized into this token and become part of it. That God said, When I see this token displayed, I'll pass over. Him. What an hour that we are now living. Oh, a blood identified. Identified the believer because it, the life had gone out, could not come back, so he had to have a, a chemistry. He had to have like a paint, a blood, a chemistry that showed that life went from it. Now the very spirit itself is a token. The Holy Spirit itself is the token, not the blood. The blood was shed at Calvary. That is true. But the blood, as far as it is, went back into the elements. From whence it come, from the food that he lived on. But you see, inside that blood cell was a life that started the blood cell to move it. If it was, the chemistry had no life in it itself and therefore it could not move. But when the life come into the chemistry of the blood, it formed a cell. It formed its own cell. Then cell after cell. It become a man. And that man was God, Emmanuel, in flesh. But when that life returned back, the chemistry went to it. But the token is the Holy Ghost upon the church that they seek Christ. It has to be because a woman and her husband become one. They become one. And so does the bride in Christ become one. The ministry of the bride and the ministry of Christ is the same. You remember these former treaties, O Theopius, that I wrote to you, that Jesus began to do and continues to do. His death didn't stop him. No, sir, he returned again. Not a third person, but the same person to you in the form of the Holy Ghost. And to continue the work on and continues on, said the book of Acts. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's the token. That's the sign when Peter and John passed through the gate called Beautiful. There lay a man who had been crippled, lame from his mother's wombs, and he said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. See, and they talked to them and know that they were ignorant and unlearned man, but they taken notice to them that they had been with Jesus. Amen. Amen. See, the token was there displayed. See? Such as I have, seeing a poor fallen brother laying there crippled disfigured and everything in the same life that was in crisis in them such as I have in my name ye shall cast out devil not I will you will Amen. if you say to this mountain not if I say if you say to this mountain oh brother the hour of that token to be displayed is in hand Amen. we can see it we know that we're near the end now Brought all kind of messages up to show signs and wonders. Now here we come back with what the church has got to do. The token's got to be displayed. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. Nothing else would work. It must be the blood. Now, the Holy Ghost is our token from God. As a great theologian, uh, a scholar, Baptist brother. Fine man, fine character. When he come to me one time and he said, Brother Branham, he said, you talking about this Holy Ghost? He said, well, that's nothing new. He said, we've taught it all along through the ages. And uh, I said, well, uh, he said, we received the Holy Ghost. I said, when did you receive it? He said, when I believed. Because I know that was the Baptist theology. That you, when you believe you receive the Holy Ghost. But I said that Paul said in Acts 19 to a bunch, a group of Baptists. Which a Baptist preacher that had been uh, one of John's converts was proving by the Bible that Jesus was the Christ. When he passed through the upper coast of Ephesus he finds certain disciples and he said to them. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you have believed? Amen. They said we know not where there be any Holy Ghost. Then he asked how they was the baptized. And they hadn't been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice lamb. They weren't identified with you at all. They just believed it. Like the medicine sat in there and hadn't took it. Paul commanded them to be baptized over again Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. And when he did this, then the token came upon them. They were identified by the works and signs of the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues through them and prophesying and magnifying God. They were identified as as uh, with their sacrifice and the holy ghost is our identification it's what identifies us as christians not our membership in churches not our understanding of the bible not how much you know about the bible it's how much you know about the author how much the author is living in you it's your it's your self god you're no more, you reckon yourself dead. And the token is what lives in you, and it's not your life, it's Him. Paul said, The life that I now live, he lived a different life from what he once did, is not me, but Christ liveth in me. There is the identified token that God required. Identified with our, uh, identification with our sacrifice, the life of our Savior in us, the Holy Spirit. Oh, what a a positive token. There cannot be any more token. Oh, my. If you'd only could catch the the thought of it. If I had the the power this morning with words to express and place into your soul, it's on the end, not your ears, but your soul. You you could see the guarantee of it. it. It takes, it makes you so Relaxed. What if you were had committed a crime and you were going to be tried in a federal court? And you know that if they found you guilty that you were going to die. You were going to electric chair or the gas chamber whatever public execution they were going to have for you. Maybe hung or something. Lynched. Whatever the penalty was. And you know that you had you were guilty. You know you were guilty and you must die if you don't get some attorney to represent you. That who can get you out of the thing. Now you'd want the best attorney that you could have. And then uh, getting an attorney that was a good shrewd attorney, you'd feel that your case was a little, you could relax a little bit because you had an attorney, but still there would be a question. Whether this attorney could change the judge's idea or change the jury. If this attorney, with his shrewd speaking and the knowing of the laws, could change that. He could plead your case and prove that that you should live. But yet in all of his, his great authority and the great speech that he can make and the impression he can put upon the jury or have with the judge. You, 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 maybe you might get to relax for a few minutes, but still, there'd be a question in your mind. Can he do it? But in this case, the judge himself becomes our attorney. Amen.
0: As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, which quickens our mortal bodies, Father, may you take these words that have been spoken and bring them to life in our hearts and in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback.